I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Prepare at last his return. Your behavior, our Savior, Hello and welcome to the Tribulation Farce Podcast, a Left Behind Read Read Podcast. I am your host, Tim Lanning, and joining me is Jennifer Cheek. Hello, everyone. This is our finale uh, of Tribulation Force. Yeah, of the book Tribulation Force. Of the book Tribulation Force. Yeah. The last chapter. And this chapter is fucking crazy. Yeah, we are. (laughs) There are so many things happen. I'm barking. uh, I'm on the ground running around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Tim's like running in a circle around the house. Yeah. uh, We have our first death. Yeah, we do have our first first death. death. Uh, I think that. A death, but also a new life. Mmm. <laughs> yeah, we both, we, yeah, you will never guess who's pregnant. Uh, you know, it, the the Lord giveth and he taketh away. Yeah. You Amanda's know. pregnant. Wow. <laughs> JK. JK. Uh, this has uh, been a wild ride. Uh, you could tell, well, maybe you can't because of the weird posting schedule due to Geekly Con and things like that. But for us, you could tell that it was very uh, exciting for us because whenever we could, we recorded several, yes, so that we could keep reading. Because I wanted to keep, t- I wanted to talk about it, right? Too. So like, today, guys, I'm gonna be honest with you. Works a little quiet right now, <laughs> so it's like, okay, I'm gonna sit down with my coffee. I'm gonna read this Left Behind chapter mm-hmm. while I have some time. And the second I read it, I was like, I gotta talk about this today. Cough, cough. <laughs> Speaking of coffee, mmm, love that coffee. Love that caffeine. If you're out there. Drink some coffee. This week we're sponsored by the idea. The concept of coffee. Concept of it coffee. It tastes good. It makes your stomach hurt. <laughs> it makes you feel weird. You can't take some of your meds with it. I think that from here on out, uh, the books are going to rule. I think so too, actually. They're going to win pass. At the very least, people are going to be dying a yeah. lot. Yeah. <laughs> Which I, lo- I love it. Yeah. So the yeah. first half of this book is like... You know, it still has left behind, meaning book one, uh, energy. So it has yeah. to build up. But now that we're in the second half where things are getting quite intense, um, you know, we're past the, the buck and Chloe shit, which I bet was probably like 80% of the book, to be honest with you. But still, there's all yeah. this stuff in the background. There's the two witnesses. There's, you know, obviously the signing of the peace accord. And obviously in the, the, the penultimate chapter, we get a, 18 month time jump. Yeah. So it, the first 60% is so easy to forget when the last 40% are like nitro fuel. <laughs> like, like, what 
literally nuclear. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The it goes. This is kind of boring, but I'm enjoying some of the slow pace of figuring this shit out. Right. To and just, and, and, like, oh my god, shut the fuck up and show me the interesting stuff. To oh, this is rad, and then it just keeps doubling upon right, itself. Right, right, right. It's 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 a uh, uh, trajectory. Well, what am I talking about when it goes whoop? What's that called? The curve. The curve. The graph. It's exponential. exponential. It's exponential. Guys, yeah. you can't see the motion I was making with my hand. <laughs> I mean, I guess you could. It, whoop, whoop, whoop. I was going up. I think, it's going I think, up fast. Yeah, I think listeners know what you're doing. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, it felt like they knew they had to kick things into overdrive. They're like, this shit's boring. They really <laughs> almost lost me with the double wedding stuff, honestly. Yeah. I was like, I don't fucking care. Yeah. But then they, they brought me back in the second half. With just pa- pure pandemonium and yeah. death everywhere. The, this, Intrigue, yeah. ma- militias, yeah. like, yeah. it's it, got it, it all. So should we just get into it? Please. Chapter 19. Oh my gosh. And also, I, I think we already said this, There's this is the last chapter. Yeah. There's and, not a double, this is the end. And, and actually, can we talk actually, about... real heads out there, where's my Team 777? We have an epilogue that Jennifer doesn't. I did Tim was talking about an epilogue, I'm like, what is this crazy ass talk about? There's <laughs> not an epilogue here. Well, when we get to it, you'll see it, and uh, I hope you're sitting down. We're gonna, you know, depending on time, we're gonna read the whole thing, which I know is like, why are you reading the entire epilogue? You'll see. It's, well... Depending on time. Depending, depending on, on time. Yeah, yeah, if we have time. <laughs> if we have time. So, yeah... Uh, at the beginning of this chapter, Buck is going to meet with President, quote unquote, quote unquote. Fitzhugh in secret. And I put it in, in uh, what are you, scare quotes? Sure. Um, because uh, he's not, he's basically been reduced to a token leader. Yeah. Because, like, why do you need the President of the United States when you have the potentate of the globe? Yeah. Nikolai Carpathia. I'm hoping that the mad dash pace of the last, like, three chapters here. Uh, it's just them trying to spice it up because I really well. They I'm, needed I'm sure. to they needed to draw us back in. Yeah, and I I know that's going to happen because they're going to they, they can't help themselves. But I need yeah. to know the bureaucracy. I need to know uh, what's yeah. happening yeah, because yeah, yeah. we have an eighteen t- month time jump, and then through this chapter we have a two month time jump, quote unquote. Yes, this chapter takes place over about two months, uh, give or take. And I'm like, man. This is, we're almost at two years since the rapture. Yeah. And even though it's hard yeah, to get the math, true. I'm hoping someone says it, right? And, and like, as we've discussed before, like, there exist these, like, graphs or, oh, yeah, or yeah, graphics yeah. of, like, the timeline or the tribulation. But I need, like, a calendar of the books and yes. what's happening. I want to. Who I cares wanna... about that other lame shit? Don't, I, yeah. No, I need Kirk Cameron's face I need going to... from, like, yes. smiling. <laughs> To sad, to, to like, ah, to yeah. him with like a bit, like punished Bernie Sanders with like the eye yeah, patch yeah. and like machine gun. Cause again, we're one only, th- I remember like, we're there. speckled things throughout these books, but I remember Buck on the walls of Jerusalem fucking shooting a gun. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Buck yeah. Buck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. So, yeah. So, Buck goes to meet with uh, President Fitzhugh, keeping it on the down low. And number one, Fitzhugh is just like, man, I cannot believe how easily the whole American public was just yeah. like, we love Carpathia now. Forget the president. We hate him now. Yeah, so He's th- nothing to me. So, this is just like the reaction to, I guess, the Ten Kingdoms have been set up. And there's like a whoever, someone in charge of, I assume... All of North America. Yeah, it's like divided out. So right. basically, the, the the president of the United States is now like all, the only thing he's in charge of is the disarmament. 
plan. And okay. Like, I think is what it said in the previous chapter. Yeah. Um, like, he doesn't even have, like, real secret service anymore. It's just, like, kind of sad. Yeah, he has he's got these, three guys. These three uh, global community toadies that he, sh- he is sure are just on the uh, Nikolai payroll. I mean, that's what you got to do. You got to do. You got to like, oh, school. they're protecting <laughs> you. But obviously, they're watching your every movie. Yeah, let me put this uh, Furby in here to record everything you say. <laughs> You were joking, but that literally was a concern because I was just listening to a podcast about Furbies. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and that was like a concern that like they could record shit. Like that was a thing. I mean, I believe it. I'm Furbies are very scary. I don't feel like that's even a truth or thing. That just feels real. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because they had a, never mind. Uh, okay. <laughs> so he, uh, this is what kind of stretched some of the believability for me is like, why Buck? But again, it's a book. Sometimes it's a like it's a book because we're following the most interesting characters, so you have to like push past that. Yeah. Sometimes they also do this, where it's think, like the president is like, "Hey, Buck, don't go to New York." But I think this makes sense though, because Buck, Fitzy had already talked to Buck before and like kind of brought him into his confidence before yeah. the signing to be like, "I don't know about all this." Yeah. So I think it does make and and Buck didn't like freak out or like you know yeah uh, you could blow argue his, that blow his, his spot up yeah so I think over he, the past eighteen months to yeah. you know. Yeah, so I, so I think that actually, I hate to admit it, but it does make sense. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> the reason that Fitzhugh is called Buck here today is that he has some pretty big news. Yeah. Um, Egypt, England, and patriotic militia forces in the U.S. were determined to take action before it was too late. Ooh, mama. What does it mean? What does it mean? I mean, people just love, the, you know, these freedom lovers can't get on with the global community agenda. Yeah, yeah, these freedom lovers, the, the classic freedom lovers of America, yeah. England, and Egypt working together. Yeah, again, I have to assume Egypt is in there for I, prophecy. Prophecy reasons? Like that, yeah, it's gotta be prophecy reasons. Great Britain, I, whatever. It's Britain, America, and Egypt, and I think that's it, but, uh, very odd alliance. Well, well it is kind of like, well, like, who do you, like, who, who do, like, patriotic Americans, like, like at this time period? And I feel okay. like we're like, cool with England in yeah. the mid-90s. Like, yeah, yeah, they're our ally or whatever. Yeah, yeah, for sure, definitely. So maybe that's why. But, uh, yeah, Fitzhugh is like, yeah, you might want to stay away from all the major East Coast cities. <laughs> and also, I'm going to be back in office soon. Hey, Maybe man. Uh, Finger guns. You, you might want to get your congratulations cards in order. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be there, babe. But I'm like, what is the plan here? And even at the end of it, I'm like, what was the plan here? Other than, unfortunately, God made you do this, and now yeah. you have to die. Well, I think the plan was to kill Carpathia. Yeah, yeah, that's the, true. the plan was to assassinate Carpathia. Which, yeah, and then um, blow up, like, global community guys, forces. Yeah, okay. guys, sorry for the spoiler, but it does it does not <laughs> Turns work. out Carpathia does not die in the yeah, first two years no. of... Of this little little shindig, but even Buck, like while Fitzhugh's like telling him, right. and you know, and theoretically, if you're not Buck, <laughs> you should be like, oh hell yeah, oh, hell yeah. like these freedom fighters, Let's go. you know. Uh, but Buck's like, mm, I already know this is basically yeah. ready for nothing. We're heading into World War Three. It was funny because Buck was like, I wanted to warn him that he's playing right into the Bible's hands, <laughs> but I knew it was inevitable. But and like, isn't Buck, that part of it? Yeah. Like, you gotta just let him go. You gotta let him go. Yeah. I mean, I still think Buck is gonna keep saying shit like that to be a coward, 
Look, you gotta mm, like tell. I can't do anything. Yeah, God's, uh, this is all God's plan. It makes sense not to witness to the Antichrist, but yeah, now that that is is futile. Like I don't think that guy's yeah. gonna and be like. Actually, you know what? You know what? And I'm, I'm not saying think- that it would have worked. I'm just saying it will work sometimes, right? What if you might have been able to to save some people? Yeah, <laughs> or for, for some reason, your cowardly ways kill more people. Who's to say? But I also think it's that thing of uh, I think we're supposed to be like, well, if that had happened, it would have it would have happened in some other way. Yeah, exactly. She's about to go down, and he's um throughout the rest of the, this chapter until they meet up in Chicago. I'm like, Buck, you're weirdly calm about all this. Why are you not telling anyone? About this. Because he has the peace of the Lord. Tim. That's true. He, That's he, true. He's comforting him. And they all have, like, signed on full force to be uh, uh, soldiers in the Lord's army. Yes. they Yeah. They do their pledge to the Christian flag. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. I'll gladly let a building fall on top of my brain and squash me. For the Lord. For the Lord. Meaningless death. I'm for that shit. So things... Just need to say again, this chapter moves along at a quick clip mm-hmm. and covers about two months. So we're going to like keep jumping to what happens yeah. next. And, and the book once you know, we, we complain about the, the, the POV switches, yeah. the breaks and things like that. This chapter does it all, but it is doing it in a way that makes one stressed. No, that, this chapter, yeah, totally. Honestly, I I will give it up to them on this chapter. They did it well. Yeah, there are some things that like normally we'd probably just like put together you know, like okay, Rayford does. I, I mean, yeah, do a there's a couple that, that are like just three sentences. But so. I didn't, I didn't always because yeah, there there's some tension yeah. in some of these, some yeah. of the switches back because we kind of need the timeline of where people are ish, exactly. even, even though it's kind of confusing. So we cut forward to Bruce performing the double wedding Let's ceremony. Go. All right, it's been two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks forward. They do the double wedding ceremony. They just do it in his office, like not even in like the church. Like, yeah, they know. said it was like the most private double wedding ever. And I I th- it was like a really, that. it was a really uh, funny turn of phrase. I thought. Wait, don't you need a witness? I think they're, I guess they're each other's they're witnesses. Each other's oh, okay, witnesses. okay, yeah. okay. They brought in the two witnesses. Like, hey, get it? <laughs> like, hey, we're just in town. We're playing. They turn uh, water into wine. Just like, like be funny. Like, oh, you, you can't drink it though because they like, probably turn wine into water because yeah. they're like teetotaler. Christians yeah, exactly, or like that. exactly. Even though like Tim LaHaye is absolutely eating children, I mean, come on. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Um, so after the ceremony, allegedly, they... yeah. Well, he's dead. So. Allegedly, don't come after us, Tim LaHaye's estate. He's also allegedly dead. <laughs> he's allegedly. I mean, maybe he's hiding out. You never know. Maybe he's hiding out in a bunker. Somewhere. He's in the Anunnaki adrenochrome uh, mines. Yeah, yeah. He's he's souping up. Yeah, <laughs> with adrenochrome. <laughs> Um, so, the, yeah, after the wedding ceremony, they do the most logical thing that everyone wants to do. <laughs> Classic. Right thing. after they get married, which is do a tour of the bunker. Hey. <laughs> Were you disappointed by the bunker reveal? Because I, I was. I was. Especially because last week, last chapter, like, the bunker's huge as fuck. And they yeah. get down there, like, it's small. It's actually not <laughs> it at is all. tiny. And it only has enough stuff for, like, a few weeks. Except. I was hoping. Like, this is a week. Yeah, I'm ho- I was hoping that Buck just wasn't up on his... Bunker lore, but so there's a few I, I things. I think Bug knows all about bunkers. That's true. Because wasn't he in like kind of a bunker situation when the Russia attack happened? Sort of, yeah, close enough. Yeah, uh, yeah, we uh, we're let down, but yeah, it's, uh, Bruce, it's, it's a does, little bitch bunker. <laughs> Bruce does assure us that like uh, I ain't trying to let people in here. You know, this is for me. Yeah, this I, is for y'all. I told the church to get out, and build your own. Actually, <laughs> yeah, I am. 
I'm 10 Clover Fielding Lane Nesbitt. Yes. <laughs> I love that movie. I love that movie. But they say they have everything you need to survive for a few weeks. Yeah. Uh, and uh, later in the chapter, they hint at something that will become a bigger deal, which is uh, uh, Amanda's import-export business. Oh, I, uh, see, I didn't even pick that up. I mean, I Yeah, that's just up. a little teaser. They don't even, um, like, that's one of those things that when you first read it, you're just like, oh, okay. I'm sure some people out there when they first read it, it's like, oh, I bet they're going to do this. But really, it's a breadcrumb to, like, wow. yeah. Yeah. Once, once again, I you know I underestimated. I just was right. like, "Who fucking cares?" Yeah, it's like, "Oh, another woman who gives a fuck." Yeah. <laughs> so they, they, they basically they do a tour of the bunker, and they're like, "Okay, we're gonna all be so busy for the next yeah. six weeks. So let's plan in six weeks. Let's meet again. Yeah, here and uh, in Chicago. Yeah, they're like." Hundled, I uh, bundled. What am I saying? Huddled, huddled in the bunker. Huddled. <laughs> bunker huddle. Uh, I assume in the bunker because they said they huddled all around. I thought that yeah. was funny uh, to figure out when they are, are going to be together. And then they end it with a prayer: "Dear Lord, thank you for what you've given us. P.S. Don't blow me up, please. Please do not start uh, the second horseman. Well, the 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 yeah, one of those guys, the red one. Yeah, because we need plague and famine." So second, first one's just like the beginning, right? I like don't, I it's don't the know. Antichrist, I, I believe. Um, the false yeah. boy. Second one's war. Then plague and or death is after that. I forget which. Yeah, there is. It's well, it's the red horse. We'll get to that. Hell yeah! So yeah, so they, <laughs> the final line of the book. So good. It's pretty sick <laughs> of your of your book. Yeah, my book. Of my book. Not yes. Yeah, it's mine. Didn't have the epilogue. So yeah, they, they make plans to meet up in six weeks. Uh, because, yeah, so I guess to kind of remind everyone where yeah, everyone yeah, yeah. is, Bruce is, like, going all around the globe. Right. Doing his, you know, prophecy preaching and yeah. research and setting up house churches and shit. Buck and Chloe full-on live in New York. They live in New York. And uh, the, Amanda the and Ray live in um, New Babylon. Yeah. I guess technically we are on the verge of that happening because so they don't have to figure out where did they sleep for these yeah, two weeks, no, you know? no, no, like that's so. Anyway, that's why it's like there's a lot, there's a lot of move logistics. It, yeah, and of course they are like they work for the Antichrist. Yeah, so they got to go where he goes. And I assume Chloe at this time just works at the church. Yeah, all she, she well, does is just read. She just she just goes on the internet all day. Yeah. Which is, yeah. <laughs> which is honestly, my dream job. I, I think this is like you want to be Chloe so bad. I want to be. I really okay. Chloe is a sick situation. Mm-hmm. She lives in a fucking penthouse and does research on the internet all day. Yeah. That I like truly couldn't imagine anything better That's than so that. So cool. Um so we we are over now on Global Community One. Oh, sorry, we're not at Global Community One. We're in we're in New Babylon. Yeah, Global Community Headquarters. No, the Glo- yeah, the New Babylon headquarters and um Nikolai really wants to meet my first new wife. <laughs> he's just such an, a a cool glad hander. Yeah, he's got, you know, he's yeah, he's got a kiss baby, mm-hmm. he's got a shake wife hands. Wife hands, yeah. Um and but, unfortunately Amanda is understandably pretty stressed to be yeah. the, most, <laughs> the most evil man in the world. <laughs> it it must just be so strange coming into this crew a year and a half into the tribulation to be like I have to meet who? Like, excuse me? The guy? You guys all know the Antichrist? You, have all, you all hang out well, with Well, I guess it. Chloe hasn't met the Antichrist. Yeah, but. Chloe gets to be in all this shit, and she doesn't have to meet the Antichrist. Again, ideal. Perfect. Although, she she just knows. She's just, like, in the know about everything, yeah. and not in immediate danger. I guess that's my only critique, is I would want to meet the Antichrist. 
I, bet, I mean, but he's very scary, though. Yeah, he he's, he's the most evil man in the world. It's the safest thing to observe via the internet. Absolutely. Carpathia's is a lower man. Well, I think he calls her the wrong name. <laughs> he calls her, like, Alicia or something. No, no, no. He calls her the oh, right sorry, name. Oh, sorry, you're right, you're right, you're right. And, that's, uh, that's, that's, he's that's like, right. oh, I just love you guys so much. You're so good. Um, I also have something to show you too. I got, we also got some good news and he like buzzes Hattie in and. Okay. No, how did he do that in he, your book? Did he have a remote? He had a remote okay. Yeah. He did in mine too, which I did think was pretty sick. Like, huh? Yeah. He had a remote control intercom like on the other side of the room and he's yeah. like, sweetie, come in here, please. And then, uh, <laughs> Rafer's almost had to like, Shh, ew, I guess oh. I'm not even hiding anymore. Gross. I'm not friggin' puke. <laughs> Disgusted. Disgusted. Um, before he, he, anything even gets announced. Yeah, it was, but just, it was just like he called her sweetheart, and then Hattie walks in and she's like, "Hello, dear." And he's like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna fucking kill myself." <laughs> <laughs> um, guess what, guys? Hattie's pregnant. Yay! <laughs> she's pregnant with the Antichrist I baby. Cannot imagine having the spawn of the devil inside of me. We need to watch um, the Omen. Mm. After this, actually, mm. I might like insist that we watch it soon. Too scary because that's like what it's. Although technically, I think the omen is about the Antichrist being mm. burned, not the child of the Antichrist. Gotcha. But that's the omen too. Maybe I don't remember. Um, I think I have seen the omen too. I think it was just a different kid. Mm. I, I don't remember. Uh, it, it's omened again. You can't keep that <laughs> Antichrist down. <laughs> <laughs> Rayford did what he could not to betray his disgusting, his disgust and loathing. Yeah, he's like truly like about to barf at the yeah. concept of this baby. And then Amanda, being a real a real one yeah. and a bitch, goes, <laughs> "Oh, I didn't realize you were married." She like, said sweetly, "No dummy, people can have babies without being married." Idiot. But obviously, she's like doing a dig at. But but like also, who cares? Like yeah, we're not married. Yeah, <laughs> you tried, you got me. You, is that where you're going to burn the Antichrist <laughs> like, over? You're being a real slut, Hattie, by but fucking the Antichrist. The, pregnant. Uh, Hattie did call Amanda the wrong name, and I yeah. thought that was a sick move. No, that was a power move. That was a power and, move. and once again, Hattie is the queen. Yeah, um, she rules. She's the queen of the devil, but also our queen. Yeah, she's the queen of the of the, of the damned. She's <laughs> glowing with the the Antichrist pregnancy within yeah. her. The little like devil tail inside is like making her more powerful. Yeah, she has to just eat coal. Yeah, she yeah, um she has to eat really spicy things. Mm-hmm. She's the only one to eat flaming hot Cheetos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um they yeah, she gets an ultrasound and there's like a pitchfork in there yeah. and like a little little horn, a little tail, the computer, little spiky tail. The computer just explodes up, all that shit. Um I think it's funny that we're entering the email portion oh my of, God, of yes, the books because yes. we, we have to have good infosec. So uh <laughs> now we're kind of gonna jump around a few times yes. in the book. Of things just with email. And that's fine. You know, hey, they don't have text messaging right now, I don't think. Um, so th- we'll do what we'll do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or it was yours, they wrote letters to each other. No, it was, it was email. It was email in mine. So yeah. And they're, they're emailing back and forth and being like kind of, um, vague about yeah. things because I, they, I guess, you know, they don't know. They don't know who's who, snooping. Who's snooping on their emails. Yeah. Cause they, they are government employees and top level government employees for the antichrist so they absolutely are most likely snooping in on them but i think it's really weird how often they're when they write their emails of like what do you mean um a sins or love yada 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 yeah like like, that sounds so shitty it sounds so shitty it looks like it looks like you're up to no good exactly 
Um, so they, yeah, Chloe finds out via email that Hetty <laughs> is pregnant with an Antichrist baby, and they're, like, all crying about it. They're yeah, they're like, they oh my god, up. we failed her. I'm like, you guys, like, witnessed her, like, multiple times. Yeah. Is this, this one is not on you? I, th- I think Buck literally says that, or one of them says it. It's like, I feel so bad, but also, what more could we have done? Yeah. But they, the, 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 the gist here is, they are gonna figure out how to witness again <laughs> To Hattie. Yeah. And my memory is that Hattie eventually realizes it, but it's too late. And that's, oh, and that's, shit. uh, so that is like a really fun dread barrel to uh, stare down, they, in my that, opinion. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Specifically, Buck says to Chloe, What are you going to do, Chloe? Tell her she's carrying the Antichrist child and she ought to leave him? Uh, get an abortion? What, are Christians allowed to get abortions if they have the Antichrist Ooh, child? Oh, that's a great question. Out of wedlock, by the way. Yeah. I think that you. I think you've got to give birth to it, and then you have to put him up for adoption. Yes. <laughs> you know? Put him on a raft, let give him the old Moses treatment, see what happens. I think that's kind of what happened in the Omen. Actually. I think that kind of like, someone's like, I don't Well, want I mean, kid. that also feels like it's part of the lore, because if you don't love and cherish the Antichrist baby, then it's just going to turn into the Antichrist wow, it's, baby. it's a self-fulfilling prophecy yeah. of Antichrist. Yeah. So, uh, what if you, what if you, you know... Treated the Antichrist with love. Think about that, gang. Think about, Think about that. that. Uh, I do like that Hattie does say, but in the other part, that they're going to get married soon, and he's going to make an honest woman out of her yet. And I, yes. th- I thought that was good. And I'm like, I don't know if they're going to get married. I feel like Carpathia's going to do some weird shit, and I'm excited for it. What's her tie going to be? Like, potentate consort? Jesus Christ. Like, yeah, hopefully. Like, pot- potentatia? Potentatus. Like- <laughs> <laughs> uh, <clears throat> yeah. So... Meanwhile, Rayford is very surprised at how fancy New Babylon is now. Yeah. Remember, it's only been like a year and a half yeah. since they're like, we're building a new city. Yeah. And they and they freaking did it. We're just like, over to the left of Baghdad, we're just going to build the city. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Rayford thinks to himself, a lavish world capital had sprung up out of the ruins. Rayford's homeland seemed headed for obsolescence. Uh oh. Oh no, the U.S. Oh no, they put it's a textile mill in the middle of the desert. Yeah. Well, I'm also wishing they would have talked more about that goddamn desert flower formula. Yeah, they haven't even brought that up. They haven't brought up rain. Boo. At all. Boo. But again, I think there's so much. This yeah, is it was when very you dense. don't portion out your food correctly. Yeah. And this is like the last bite of your uh, Lucky Charms being our all marshmallows. Mm, and The best way. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, and what Jennifer and I are saying is we want some more sweet, sweet non-marshmallows yeah. to pat it out. You know, the boring bureaucracy. Give it to me now. Yeah, remember how we were like complaining about the bureaucracy and now that we've got too much stuff, we're also complaining about that. Mm, I don't, th- I don't think I ever complained about the bureaucracy. I'm a huge fan of it. Did you complain about the romance? Yes. Yeah, that part was bad. That part was bad. We do agree. Yeah, that that part of the chapter was that we said was for the girls. Now we're back to the stuff for the boys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, death and destruction. Death, guns, bombs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So while Rayford and Amanda are in New Babylon, uh, Rayford is also keeping up his email correspondence with Bruce because he, he needs insight from him. Yeah. On how to, specifically how to understand the fifth and seventh Seal judgments. He yeah. doesn't quite understand what's up with those. And this feels weird to me because, like, you live in the tribulation for about two years now. I mean, less than that. But let's just say two years, round up a little bit. And you don't – you guys haven't gone through every single one of these motherfuckers yeah, I think in intense probably, detail. I think you should probably go through them in order. Like, figure them out in order because yeah. that's, like, how they're going to happen. And, like, plan to bunker around – like, you guys should be – 
in the bunker for the next four months yeah. because you don't know when it's going to happen. In fact, I think you're way behind because of uh, 18 months and, you know, it's, you're two months past it. Fools. But Tim, they have to work for the Antichrist. They can't That's just stay in the bunker. That's true. That's a great point. Buck and Chloe, as we said before, are living in Buck's fancy Fifth Avenue penthouse, and Chloe's doing her internet research, mm-hmm. living the life that I dream about every day. Um, but Buck is praying about whether to tell Chloe about his conversation with President Fitzhugh, which I thought was kind of crazy. It's crazy. He doesn't tell us. You're not going to tell aware. your wife? Right. You don't tell, he doesn't tell anybody. Tim, if I found out that you had talked to the president of the United States <laughs> and it held back from me so, this sweet drama, right. I would be so mad at you. Yeah, like me pointing at January 6th. I knew that was going to happen. I'm like, what? what? Yeah, it's like, yeah, here's what my text mes- me? message from Trump. Uh, <laughs> <I'm> gonna, <laughs> there's going to be a beautiful incident. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to blow up the whole East Coast. Be great. Going to be the biggest bombs. <laughs> I, uh, was baffled by this as well. Like, why would he... This feels like a useless quandary, Buck. Why yeah, are you not telling also, people? It feels like weirdly anti-Christian. Like, I... But maybe it is, like, actually Christian. Because I'm like... I don't know. You're, you're kind of lying by mission to your wife. Well, so But he, maybe because her little lady brain, he has to be the man. He yeah, has to be the protector it, and protect Chloe from this, this yeah, forbidden knowledge. It's so... Even though she's a researcher, it'll probably be helpful for her to know. Yeah. And she doesn't have she a job. She's worse things on the internet every day. Come on, <laughs> There's no Christians anymore. The internet yeah, is fucked. It's horrible. <laughs> the, uh, uh, the vibe that, like, he has to hide it is so selfish because he's like, well, I, I'm willing to die for the Lord. But I'm like, you should at least tell because, like, yeah. you guys are the main characters. You need to survive as long as possible to save more people, right? Like, and, like, I don't understand, like, what benefit this brings to Chloe to not know this. It's not like... Like learning this information right. is going to suddenly. Put they all at know rest. that war is happening any day now. So why would you not? Like, is the implication that she's scared and wouldn't want to fly gonna, to Chicago? Yeah, she's going to be hysterical. Or like, shouldn't the answer be like, oh, we're visiting family in Chicago and just stay in Chicago for like the next month so that they don't have to deal with the possibility of New York getting blown up? Yeah, I don't. I don't. Understand? I don't understand it because I don't think they were trying to portray. He doesn't say it later after the shit starts. No, he doesn't. Yeah, exactly. He's like just weaving, like I knew this. (laughs) You killed Bruce. You killed Bruce. I don't know. That's quite true. <laughs> You're right. I was. I got emotional. T- t- yeah, Tim was lashing out. I was lashing out because he's he's dead. I, and I guess you did just say who died. <laughs> I, I guys. Spoiler, spoiler alert. <laughs> Bruce is fucking dead. He's dead. I thought it was uh, an emotional way to say it. You, you know, know, it was good. I liked it. Yeah. Um. <laughs> But between Chloe and Bruce doing research, Rayford does get more information on the significance of the fifth and seventh seal judgments. Yes. Number one, unfortunately, Unfortunately. the fifth seal judgment is the martyrdom of tribulation. I think it's just a big bummer. You know, the the fifth one's boring because, well, it's not boring, actually. It's not boring. It's like the new Christians are going to die. Yes. So that is like when... The, uh, it, it's very bad to be a Christian as opposed to right now where people just kind of make fun of you, right? And they think that you're annoying. Oh, wait, am I talking about the book <laughs> or real life? <laughs> but the thing is, they still don't really know what's going on with the seventh seal. And my assumption it's is that no one does. And I, I, I want to Google it. And I don't remember what happens. I need to see the chart. 
Yeah, I yeah. need to see a non yeah. a non a chart that doesn't re- reference what Left Behind does, so that I don't get um, spoiled is the wrong word cross contaminated. Cross contaminated, yeah. Because again, it's like how I approach Naruto. I don't mm. want to learn new spoilers, but I'm fine with all the ones that I already know. Yeah, right, like all that shit. For this, it's kind of fun knowing in, in where certain things go as like a handhold, but I I, I want. To be shocked yeah. when the seventh happened. Because the seventh is just, it's, they do something and everyone in heaven is like, Jesus fucking Christ. But literally, there's silence in heaven for half an hour when they open the seventh seal. So, what? Yeah. Like, it's gotta be something but, really wild. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to remember, like, what, this, again, that's why I need to f- see all of them. Cause, like, do I remember this one or do I remember a different one in, like, Whatever. So, in some of the the seals and the jars and the whatever, yeah, is this a bowl? Is a bowl, this a seal? Or just is this a trumpet? Like are cop outs, and that's why they went up from four to seven because like one of the seals is just opening the bowls. I believe. Right. That's right. Yeah. Sure it's I was space. like, this is bullshit. This is bullshit. It's like, hey, final seal full of bowls, and then we're like, <laughs> what? What? What's the first bowl? Oh, you'll get to it. <laughs> So, moral of the story is, shit's about to really go down. Like, shit has already yeah. been, like, going down, but it's about to get bad. And like we said at the top of the, of the episode, we have cut through, now, in the book, the boring stuff. Yeah. We have entered spooky, spooky hell time, where every six months, something horrible is going to happen. Because we have... Okay, let's just do the math real quick. We have, um, uh, as of right now, we have three horsemen... We have seven bowls, seven trumpets. I think so. I think there's seven. I think it's seven and seven. And, and, there might be eight. And, I don't know. Yeah. So that's like friggin' 19-ish, give or take. Um, what you consider, uh, meaning like bowl four is actually trumpet seven type shit like that. So we have like at least 15 to 17 new fucked up shits that need that's to happen. Individual <laughs> fucked up things that need to yeah. happen. But again, some of them are just like, like, like the uh, peace treaty and the, in the stuff like that. It's like just like a sign. A sign, almost. yeah. But, now we're, but we're getting more into the like, these things are signs. These are, these are actions that are taking right. place. Right. This is the meteor. This is the blood. This yeah, is the, yeah. the freaking scorpion man. The scorpion, yeah, the scorpion man. So fucking cool. <laughs> God, I cannot fucking wait for them to come up. That I'm was, ready. That was me. 14 years old being like, I can't wait for this to happen. <laughs> I cannot <laughs> in the, wait. In the real world. <laughs> so I see these scorpion men in front yeah. of my face, which I will be able what? to see because I'm a Christian. Except for you won't be oh, there. Yeah. You'll be in heaven. I'll be in heaven watching down. And be like, damn, that's fucked. Do you think there was anyone that read Left Behind that's like, I'm going to wait and get saved so that yeah. I can be around for the tribulation because it sounds sick. Yeah, I think I think everyone did. Wow. The not, not very successful books. Even though <laughs> the books are like constantly like, well... We're big dumb ass idiots for not being Christians. The book is like absolutely meant to be like, you don't want this to happen to you, right? You better get saved. Anyways, here's the coolest shit ever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Even though it's like, it's clearly you don't want to be in this world, right? Yeah. Like, it's bad. You know, it's like a video game. It's like, oh, that sounds so cool. It's like, bro, they get shot constantly yeah. and they just heal by leaning on a wall. Like, it's it's not realistic. Come on. Yeah, I think that Tim LaHaye and Jeremy Jenkins don't really understand the mind of the sicko mm. um, because they're, they're, they are targeting these books towards normal people. Right. They'll be like, that sounds bad. I don't want to experience that. <laughs> not those of us that are like, scorpion men? Hell yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Meanwhile, Rayford is flying... Global Community One, Amanda is on board, hanging out in his, like, fucking bedroom. Yeah. It's like, 
on this plane. Um, and she, but Ben's just like, okay, like, she can't just hide in the bedroom the whole time. She's gotta, gotta socialize. It's a like grueling that. nonstop flight from Baghdad <laughs> to New, New York or something. I was like, that's not even like that bad. I have no idea how long that would take. I don't, I don't think, it's not as bad as like coming from like Australia or something. Mm. I don't think. Mm. But I don't know. It's a long flight. It is a long, but she's got a bedroom. I don't hear shit, Amanda. Yeah, that's shut how, up. You have a bed you can land. That's shut awesome. Up. Yeah. Who cares? It's only bad to be on an airplane because you're stuck in a tiny seat and it sucks. Yeah. But if you have a bed, I don't want to hear it. Yeah, shut up. Anyway, Amanda's hanging out on the plane and. But she does have to hang out with the Antichrist's crew because it is such a yeah. long flight that like she can't just turtle in there. Or else be she rude. should be like, I'm sick. I don't want to uh, hang out. Cough, cough. I have the plague that's coming up soon. Yeah, she should pretend to be pregnant. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm pregnant too. Oh, you're like, ma'am, you have gray hair. I'm like, yeah. As yeah. I said. Like I said, I'm pregnant. Fuck off. But uh, while she's kind of hanging out around all the people on Global Community One, she notices that uh, something appears to be going down. Mm. Because people keep going into Carpathia and bringing him printouts. And then they have secret whispered meetings and heated meetings. Quite heated. So something's going down. Something's going down here. Yeah. Most likely, it's... Them getting reports of insurrection-based information. Yes. And by the time they land, they have to figure out what to do about it. And the timeline here, I've read this chapter twice, because after recorded last episode, I was like, I did it again, baby. Let's read it. <laughs> this time, not tipsy and not that late for me. Uh, I read the final two chapters for me. Um, and I was like, let's go. But I was like, this is really confusing. Now... It's just as confusing the second time, but this time I know that it's supposed to be. Or, again... Or like, I, we're not supposed to understand what's going on. Right. And exactly. I'm yet. reiterating again, so much happens in this chapter that, like, it's such a marshmallow lucky charm situation that I get why, why it feels so frenetic. Yeah. And hard to discern, because my assumption is they're going to get deeper into yeah. what actually happens here in the next book. Um, um, cause. I, yeah, we'll find out what was going on yeah, behind the yeah. scenes. Most so they're, they're getting all this information, which we find out is based off Fitzhugh's, uh, information before and all that stuff, but the characters don't know it yet. So, right. and if they would have shared information, buck, then yeah. maybe, uh, they would have something to do. But then again, they are technically doing everything correctly. They're going to Chicago. Well, and there's also a little bit of like, well, you don't want to tell the people that are near Nikolai things. Right. So they don't have that burden of like trying to keep that secret around him, right. I guess. Right. Uh, still Which I, I get why he didn't tell Rayford. Yes, I agree. That's what I was about to say. Like, it, that makes sense for them. It doesn't right. make sense for Chloe. I also don't think he's seen Rayford since getting this information. Maybe I, I don't, don't remember. They can email, but that's like feels way too. Oh, you should not that's email. That's way too. Don't to email, email that about ever. even in code words. Yeah. So yeah. So again, keeping track of where everyone is, Rayford is flying the plane. They're on their way yeah. to New York. Buck and Chloe, meanwhile, have arrived. Yeah, they've got in the day before. So the timeline basically is: this is we're now six weeks, six weeks later. Post wedding, the, the day before they're supposed to get together. Um, and hang out and other schedules have aligned. Uh, at some point during the travel, uh, all this stuff is starting to happen. And, you know, I don't know. Again, we don't know how long the plane ride is, but the assumption is it's like the day before, right? Uh, and, and this things are happening to Chloe and Buck as well mm-hmm. at the same time while they're up in the airplane. Yeah. So, yeah. So Buck and Chloe, they get back in Chicago. They're 
preparing for their tribulation force rendezvous. They're like, mm-hmm. let's plan a little lunch yeah. before we have our marathon Bible study session that we were planning on. Yeah. Um, but they haven't heard anything back from Bruce yet. Bruce has been on a trip to Australia and Indonesia. And he got back, yeah. but they haven't heard from him. He's supposed to be back, but no word. And they're like, hey, friggin', um, we're going to do lunch, come to this really snooty-sounding yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah, they emailed him this, and he hasn't gotten back to Right, them. so <laughs> Chloe's like, that's so weird. And then Buck's like, he's planning on surprising this. Like, how are you sure? sure? Like, oh, I'm 100% sure it's going to be a surprise. And then Chloe's like, well, I was surprised that he's like, you fucking bitch, oh, I love you. you got me to come here, you. <laughs> Anyways, my phone's ringing. This is probably Bruce. It's probably Bruce. And, and the chat was like, it wasn't. <laughs> yeah, that was that rule. That was good. Oh, that was you. a good cut. Oh, yeah, because you know, we're just after... Uh, some shit's going. We're in the. We know we're in the final chapter. Uh, <laughs> the previous person is looking at Carpathia, being like, "What the fuck is happening?" And now Fitzhugh or someone's calling, and we don't know who it is. It, it, oh it, boy! It, it, it is. It's pre- well. It, it is President. It's President Fitzhugh, which Buck only knows because he recognizes his voice. Yeah, and he's basically like, "Uh, call me back at this number. Also, on a payphone. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye." Now we're back on Global Community One, guys, for, for drama purposes. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and Carpathia wants to meet with Rayford. There's a little bit of a back and forth because he's like, oh, I'm about to land a plane. And it's like, oh, uh, well, can you come in at this time? They're, they're like, they like do like a weird negotiation of like, well. Yeah. Carpathia he, wants to talk to them right now, but <laughs> Rayford's like, we're about to land the plane. Literally landing the plane. He's like, okay, well, after that. He's like, well, I have to do post-flight checklists. He's like, all right, well, after that, but before yeah. you do the next thing. And he's like, all right, you're just breaking procedure all over the place. We just, fine. Who gives a fuck? Who gives a fuck? Who cares about procedure? Buck opens an airplane window and throws the book out. <laughs> did you say Buck? What did I say? I think he said Buck. Fuck, I think about Buck so much. <laughs> uh, yeah, you, you got Buck on the brain. Rayford was bucking tradition by not doing the procedure. That is true, uh, by, by listening to his boss, the, he also the says Antichrist. procedural protocol. I'm like... Isn't that like the same thing? Yeah, ish, yeah. So, uh, the big news that Uh-oh. Carpathia... <laughs> Has to tell Rayford. Uh oh. Our intelligence has discovered an insurrection plot, and we are being forced to circulate false itineraries for me in the United States, Carpathia says. Oh shit. Oh shit. So things are going down. They are um either night of, morning of, uh day, whatever, zero, of of meeting and having lunch, and uh they know shit's going down, so they're gonna do some counterintelligence type shit and lie. <gasps> About where Carpathia <laughs> is. And I thought this was kind of cool because Rafer's like, well, I guess I'm going to friggin' kiss my vacation away. And Carpathia's like, no, 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 opposite. They assume I'm going to be in DC for four days. Mm-hmm. And that was the plan. But now we're going to spread some false narratives and, and things like that. So how about this? Because are they landing in New, New I think York? New York first. Yeah, yeah, they're landing in New York and then they're going to. He asks, since he knows that Ray is going to Chicago, he's like, take the, uh, Global Community One to Chicago and then give the plane to someone you trust. I don't give a fuck. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Whatever. And then, yeah, and fly it back. <laughs> and fly it back to uh, New York or yeah. Washington, I forget which. I, th- I think New York. And you see the little light bulb go off in Rayford's head like, I know just who to call. Yeah, and I thought that was cute. He calls his old boss, yeah. Earl Halliday. This is one of the um, quick little interstitials that is like, you can see like three section breaks on one yeah, page. Yeah, yeah, like reading all of it at the same time. Like, yeah, oh, okay. but I think it was uh, it deserves to be in this part, and I think it's very cute. And because this is just a quick, huh? It doesn't add to the pacing. It it's, just, but it's more just like, hey, I know who that is. Yeah. So Buck calls Fitzhugh back on the payphone, and they have a very cryptic conversation. Yes, it it I so 
I understand why it's so cryptic, but it is very much like, I guess he's just trying to make sure he's fine. Like our one buddy um, who used to work at the Lincoln Missile Labs or whatever it's called. MIT Lincoln Labs. Yeah. Um, I was like, okay, so everything goes bad. Tell me. He's like, <laughs> okay, I, have, I will take the long elevator up. I will run the mile away from the <laughs> facility. Yeah. Hop the fence so that my cell phone will finally start working and I'll call you instead of my family. I was like, <laughs> It's that simple. It's yeah, that simple. That's all we're asking for you to do. All I'm simply asking. He doesn't work there anymore, so. I guess I won't know when nuclear winter happens. Yeah, I guess we'll just get exploded. I guess I'll just get exploded and not go to my basement. Yeah, basically, Fitzhugh does a little bit of like, Mom, where are you right now? It's like, oh, good, you're not at home. Right. Uh, yeah, that's good. <laughs> so maybe if uh, he was at home, he'd be like, fuck, <laughs> uh, get, get out. out. Get out. Yeah, yeah, but he's just like, oh, okay, cool, you're in Chicago. It's yeah, fine. it's like, don't go to New York. Uh, it's like, but I live there. It's like, don't go back. <laughs> yeah. It's not safe. I'm like, okay. Um, but then right after this, they, they start to try to check in on what is going on with Bruce. They right. call, they, I can't remember if they call or they get the call from. I don't the remember. Church, it, it, regardless. Because they like try to call several times. It doesn't work. And then this is like the next morning. Yeah. Really upset. We didn't find out what they ate last night oh before. Uh, and, uh, the reason why it's somewhat confusing is because, Immediately, the secretary at uh, New Hope Church is like, yeah, we're worried about him. It's like, wait, we wait, called why? you because we're worried about him. It's like, yeah, he picked up a bug in Indonesia, went to the hospital real fast. He was actually planning on meeting you secretly and surprising you for lunch. And Buck, like, does it. Like, like, ah, I knew I was right. I knew I was right. I'm so fucking, I bucked that. Uh, but Bruce has fallen into a coma. And I was like, oh, shit. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. The super, a super bug. I want to know what's going on with this. Cause let's just say this thread gets dropped here, but yeah. I'm very curious. My, my, my lore is that the, this is definitely a post COVID thinking is <laughs> Buck, uh, sorry, my brain is not working. Bruce, uh, gets patient zeroed yeah. of the plague. That's kind of what I'm worried about. Yeah. yeah but I bet he's going to be the, yeah, the, the super spreader. But my, what's more, it's, that's very, it's, that is just as likely as anything else, right? Cause it's, these books are crazy, but yeah. it's also very likely that this is, um, uh, what's the version of a dog whistle where it's like, oh, it's like a reference, right? An Easter yeah. egg. Yeah. Yeah. For Easter missionaries getting sick. Uh, oh. in which, you know, I, an allusion I, to that. Like, yeah. Yeah. Of, of, they have like, okay, pastor, whatever, had to get 95,000 shots to go teach mm. in Papua New Guinea for three weeks. Yeah. And yet he still came back with like super malaria. Yeah. Uh, that's what I kind of took it as initially, but now reading it, I'm like, yeah, is it, is it, but my assumption is the plague is going to be really ugly and this isn't that ugly well and because i think maybe it's it's too early and yeah whatever happens it's it- definitely too early but as we've said before we don't know how many things are right like it's the famine based off of the war and plague is the plague based the off no the rain. war and the, well there's only no rain I in know, israel but still it was just the number one exporter of food even though it's the size of new jersey yeah um you know our, uh, unfortunately, I don't think the book is that smart to yeah. treat it mm-hmm. as like a systemic issue because it has to be magic. It has to be God doing it. No, if yeah, it wasn't this, yeah, this like is God plague. Yeah, exactly. Like how Everyone's they can, gonna get boils. <laughs> probably, I mean, probably. I probably really, really boil them. I think frogs, they're frogs. Yeah, I think boils. they do a lot of the friggin' uh, Egypt plagues. So, That's true. Locusts. Like the, the you know the the water blood shit like that. So. That is the the guidebook is the Egypt stuff. So uh, yeah, that's that's the reason why I thought it was not 
the the horseman playing. Yeah, this game. yeah. It wasn't sexy enough. But I just I I'm curious if it's going to get picked up again in the next book. Like if this is a little like oh yeah, foreshadowing yeah. Yeah, of, of plague to come. Yeah, like other people are like oh it just started off as like knocking people out, but yeah. now they're getting. Or maybe if Bruce survived longer, he'd get gross shit. Well, because that's the thing, too. Like, maybe this is also just, like, a red herring in a way. Like, oh, you think this is what's wrong? But that's not what's going to be I wrong. also don't think – I also don't want to give them the credit either because I think this is just – they Googled military base oh, – I meant to Google that. Uh, military base Chicago. Oh, yeah. And then looked around it and then put it there. Yeah, sure. So, yeah, uh, the Tribulation Force, now that they know that uh, Bruce is in the hospital, they are like, okay, we gotta go, we gotta go see him and see what's going on. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Uh, Rayford has, has now landed in Chicago and he picks up Buck and Chloe from the hotel they're staying with. And there's like this like n- nice little, very brief moment where Rayford's like, it's nice to have a, a family of four again. Yeah, I have a new wife now and a new son, but right. it still is, you know, it's pretty nice. <laughs> I do like that in one of the emails, uh, Bruce is like, I'm so happy for you guys. I am even, remember before, I'm way more lonely. I'm even more lonely now. Even more lonely. I'm so sad. So Buck and Corey are sitting in the back seat. They're on their way to the hospital. I am so thankful that it was Buck and Chloe in the back seat mm. and not Amanda and Chloe. Okay, I even thought about that too. Like, you, like, I feel like that very well could have happened. Yeah, but there's it also... It is pretty beta of Buck to be sitting yeah, in the back. Yeah, but that's a weird thing with like Christians and, and stuff like that. Uh right-wing mask men is like there's the bit of woman don't drive yeah but there's also the bit of i got my lady up front yeah i got my lady up front and like i need to be sitting beside my lady when you're sitting beside my lady like i man sit up front so like in Convert, this- fighting against <laughs> must keep my lady at my side right. so it makes the most sense in this configuration but the other configuration also makes the most sense. Yeah. It's, it, we, we love the multifaceted nature of our society. Yeah. The women have to sacrifice so their hubbies because sit up front yeah, and they, not get car sick. They have no choice. That's for sure. <laughs> so, yeah. So, while Buck sits in the back seat, he uh, – <laughs> this part was so weird, too. This, this, like, okay. The man. rest of the book is weird as hell. Buck is like, man. The other oh. stuff was normal, I thought. Yeah, everything was <laughs> up to this point was normal. Uh, Buck is like, man, I love my new family, unlike my old family oh my who God. sucks. Dude, oh, I forgot about that because why did he not invite his family why to the did, wedding? Why? No, he doesn't fucking care about that. He doesn't have enough time, but like. He's like, you, I'm, I'm over you this guys. This is why they're so bad at writing because they don't understand emotions or no. humans. So the 
Buck sucks. You know, we, we forget that because he's been acting... The, the characters have been acting better. I think that we famously had an episode entitled Buck Sucks. <laughs> um, uh, so it makes sense but I don't, that he wouldn't invite his family or think about his family or, like, his closed-minded family or whatever he fucking said. But I'm like, bro, we're not on your side here, no. although the book wants you to be, and I bet most people were. Like, why, don't, why are you so upset about Hattie and you don't give a fuck about your family? Because they're not important to the plot. Like, he, like, truly does not. He's like, you're, you're old news. It's, it's the fucking meme of the kid from Toy Story tossing out, like, I don't like this anymore. Yeah. Throw it away. Like, it's like, I don't care about I'm a you. big newsman and I had to leave my backwater mud town and you guys don't get it. Welcome, meet my 20 year old wife. Yeah. <laughs> Don't give my wife a beer. She's not old enough. She's, yeah, she's underage. <laughs> While they're driving on their way to the hospital, everything's going smooth until it's not. Because until they come not. upon traffic, which, oh, man, oh, traffic. Man. I love that it was Rayford being like, we were making such a good time. Yeah, and that, was was traffic. A, that was a very dad thing to say. Um, but it, it becomes clear that this is not just like normal traffic. Um, but like traffic, it seems like it's like basically at a standstill and global community peacekeepers are oh, out hell yes. directing. Yeah. Traffic. There's like old cops and global community peacekeepers being like, move along, move along. Yeah. Um, and they're like, Hey, what the fuck is going on? And, uh, turns out some shit's been happening in Chicago yes. as well. And on the planet. And this is so fucking baffling to me, yes. but I guess this is because it's a, it doesn't make any sense. Take the, div, divide m- m- uh, information by not having Twitter, self, yeah. like, self, like, iPhones. And if you're not actively listening to the radio. Right. That makes watching sense. Watching the news. But what we find out has happened and the extent to which it is happening yeah. is insane. Yes. So, apparently, the militia had taken over an old Nike base. No, what do they mean by that? I just Googled it. Okay. And why <laughs> I zoned out for a second because, like, whoa, okay, this makes more sense. Okay, please explain because I was like, is this a Nike warehouse right. for shoes? Yeah. <laughs> what are they saying? All of the military shoes are there. Mm. Nike Missile Site C-47 is a oh. formal missile site near... Uh, Portage, Indiana. The Nike defense system was a Cold War error miss- missile system in the United States. Nike missiles were radar guided supersonic anti-craft missiles. I thought you said anti-craft missiles for a second. <laughs> uh, the planners hoped that Nike would make a direct attack on the U.S. so costly as to be futile. So these are like the retaliation missiles that we have. Okay. Um, and I was, you know, this is 14 seconds of, of Google research. I guess, there are these in Chicago. Okay. So that, that's really odd. I just like literally didn't know what it meant. I just thought it was like a mili- standard military base named yeah. Nike for whatever reason. Yeah. But the fact that it was a missile base, an old missile silo is like a wow. lot bigger deal. And it's a lot bigger deal. Why, uh, later when they eventually find out what happened, um, they're like, there's no nuclear issue, no radiation yeah, issues. Yeah, yeah. So that like part of Chicago has blown up. Uh, yeah, I think it's like okay, a suburb, like an out, outer part. Yeah, and you know, like the guy saying, like our boys wiped them out. Is like we later find out this is a retaliation for something else. Yes, it's both retaliation and, but also preemptive. and preemptive. Yeah, which I thought was kind of silly, um, but now knowing that they are nukes, yeah, uh, uh, it's, it makes this makes a lot more sense. Like Tim said, the militia had taken over this old base, and they were storing all their contraband weapons there. And uh, after the attack that has apparently happened on Washington, D.C., 
Um, this base also got wiped out. Yeah, so we find out through a series of <laughs> screaming men uh, who they keep talking to. Yeah, um, as they're like uh, inching along as they're inching the along, highway. Every 30 feet, another guy makes fun of them for not knowing what's going on until finally they get the vibe of like, Okay, we blew up the Nike base out of retaliation uh, because they attacked Washington. Like, wait, what the fuck? Yeah. Uh, and then they learn that Washington, D.C. is is in complete ruins because they get the radio finally yes. to pick something up. All the other stations, it's not just them being boomers. It's like, it's just like... It's the emergency Bruh. broadcast, like... Yeah, yeah the, finally the they get somewhere whatever. that is like having a human talk. It's like, yeah, Insurrection Forces launched an attack on D.C., and I don't know how it happened, but the DC is destroyed. DC is destroyed. Completely yeah. in ruins. And I guess which, this is too where they, they did think that Carpathia was supposed to be yes. in DC at yeah. a hotel there. And like they kind of put together that a lot of this shit happened was because they were trying to assassinate Carpathia. Yes. They, Carpathia is supposed to be in Washington, so they attack Washington. I do think it's a little weird that the guy trying to take over um, becoming the president again uh, yeah. is so violent towards Washington, but we, we don't technically know how any of this shit happened because was it them making a few blunderous strikes yeah. and then the global community retaliating in kind? Right, and being like, look at what they did, but right. they actually made it worse. Exactly. Or, or, or and Satan. Exactly. Causing it like, I made the bombs extra Hell strong. Yeah. <laughs> and since it, this is the second horseman, they don't have a choice in it, so people have to die. Yeah, it's uh, time. Even though at this point, you know, in a, a fanciful 2003 or 2008, depending on which book you have, um, we have the technology to not do this. Even though we did it all the fucking time in Iraq and Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I, I did kind of see my um, America-centric brain going. It's like, why would they – there'd be so much fallout. That's crazy. It was like, bro, come on. I mean, that's, that's like <laughs> – you like just imagine? Do you think the the cities in like Afghanistan and Baghdad like are that different? Like, no, yeah. They, like they did the classic thing too later of, of blaming yes. the insurrectionists of hiding weapons. Yeah, they, in, I thought about that too. I'm like, this is before. This, this is written before the whole weapons yep, of mass destruction yep, thing, and yep. they're already they already had it's that pretty crazy geared like, up to go. Which again is. Your alarm should be going off because the whole thing of like blaming the terrorists for hiding right. weapons in residential areas. So it's actually their fault that we blew up an entire block in Kabul. Mm-hmm. Like crazy. And this is like 1997. Very interesting. Interesting. I mean, I'm sure like that's come up. I'm sure it's happened in other times. Still. I don't think it was the first time it happened right. there. It's it, just with, really weird hearing it. Yeah. Verbatim. Like before 9-11 happened. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, so briefly, like they're learning via the radio, like where has been blown up. And they're like, we don't actually know the status of Carpathia yes. right now at, at this point. Because did he die in one of these attacks? Because they don't know where he is. Right. And, you know, friggin'. Rayford is freaking out because obviously the war, you know, the the badness is starting. But he sent the plane back with what's his nuts, and he's like, "Oh shit! Oh fuck! Did I send my former boss to his death?" Yeah, it is. It is kind of like sad. It's like, damn, I tried to do something nice for him, and I might have got him killed. Yeah, and uh, we also find out that from uh, Fitzhugh's and Carpathia's, which I thought was interesting, because Fitzhugh said that it was him. Uh, the UK and Egypt were getting together, and then Carpathia was like, "It's 
we're pretty sure it's America, their militia, the UK, and someone else. We're not sure who. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they imply that basically the big attack on DC was everybody. Like it was, but they came together, to right? Do it. it was chunks of Egypt and it was chunks of the UK, of course. Yeah, uh, the US. So uh, that leads to those two places getting hot. Uh, they do say that Egypt launched ground forces from Egypt towards Iraq in order to siege New Babylon and yeah. take it down. So that makes sense that there was a huge battle apparently in the desert and pff, that shit's all blown up. Yeah, but we also find out that there's like shit about to happen in the UK. Yes. And all this is happening, yes. like, they're getting all this information again, at first, from just, you know, random global community gun boys. Yeah. Sh- hollering, oorah, as we blew up, <laughs> you know, part of your town over there. Yeah. Um, and we, at this point, we don't know how big the deal of the blow-up is. I mean, they, right. do, they do eventually switch over. We just know it's enough that, to, to stop traffic. Yeah. The one in Chicago right, right now. And... Then the radio is like, okay, here's what actually happened. <laughs> Oops. Uh, we, uh, we needed to blow up that Nike base. And yeah. yeah, we killed thousands of people. Well, because of, let's, let's pause or, or back up for a second because we do quickly find out Carpathia is alive. Uh, and he gives an address via radio, which is where he explains some of this. Um, and where he's like, oh, yeah, that's our bad for killing the civilians. But like, like you were talking about, Tim, like, but really, you think about it, it's their fault. It's yeah. the militia's fault. It's a, yeah, don't put those deaths on us, right? Yeah. But, like, great news, everyone. The global community and peacekeeping forces have already crushed the resistance. So Yay. And, um, yeah, you know, uh, is like, I pledge immediate judgment upon all enemies of peace. Yeah, it's like, I love peace a little bit more than anything, but I feel like I have to protect you guys, right? Yeah, I'm doing this so for you. I'm going to glass anyone that goes against us. And they set off a nuke over Heathrow. Yeah, they which is set a nuke crazy. off. They set a nuke off. Well, I think because so right before that, they say that anti-global community militia forces have threatened a nuclear war on New York City, mm-hmm. uh, and specifically on Kennedy Airport. Right, and they do a lot of airports, which is weird. Kind of makes when sense, you though. say it makes sense for Carpathia, it's weird when the global community people are doing it back, even though they do say the reason why they dropped the 100 megaton. 100 megaton bomb. Yeah, which the one on Hiroshima was 15, um, which I thought Puck. was wild. Um, so this is, re- this is a really big bomb then. Yeah, all right. I'm saying 15 kilotons. I don't know. What, what's the difference between a kilo and a mega? I think it's way bigger. Whoa. So this is a big bomb? This is a really big bomb, Holy I think. Holy fuck. Yeah, I think this is a really big nuclear bomb. <laughs> They're like, oops, uh, they were going to sh- launch nukes at us. So all this is is like, this makes a lot of sense, I think, in a post-Cold War uh, wor- world, right? Yeah. It, which is m- much closer to where these books were written than where we are now. Um, weirdly, I don't think we vibe. We don't really, af- we're not that afraid of nuclear winter the way that people were before. before yeah, I do. I do feel like in the nineties, that was still like, we were just kind of coming off of the right. Cold war, but now people, I don't know. I, I don't feel the, the stress just, of it. Right. As much, I just think it's personally. eventually going to happen on accident. And then oops, but maybe like, that's what, maybe we've just absorbed it. It's like, well, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. <laughs> like eventually, like what can I do about it? Right. Right. Um, so maybe that's a little bit why. And, you know, I guess if this is a major, if world war three probably would work something like this of like, we have to, knock out their retaliation which is something that like is so weird to me that we have set up 
supposedly, like, the ability that even if we get wiped out, yeah. like, once we, we have enough nukes that if we find out that another country has launched their arsenal... We can just launch ours. We launch back. Yeah. And to me... That is so stupid. Mutually assured destruction. Mutually assured destruction is so dumb. Like, I know you have to technically have it, but the fact that we'd actually, we don't, you don't have to have it, by the way. Uh, but the fact that we'd actually do it. Yeah. Is so insane to me. Cause like, okay, what's a world that's better where no one's alive or that Russian runs things? Like, come on. Well, this is where I start to get into the like, Bro, war doesn't it make any sense, man. Whoa, like, man. We're just, like, killing each other because we can't get along? Yeah, I mean, at this point, it's like, if, I don't know, Switzerland is like, we're going to nuke you, America, if you don't surrender. I'm like, all right, I guess I'll learn Italian, French, and German. Yeah, Let's sure, go, baby. why not? Let's not do this. This is stupid. Yeah, so, so again, to step back and clarify, <laughs> we find out that... A, bo- a huge fucking nuclear bomb has been dropped on Heathrow Airport because they found out that nearby there were Egyptian and British fighter bombers that were reportedly nuclear equipped and on their way. Mm-hmm. And they were going to be on their way to Baghdad and New Babylon to explode it. But they stopped them. But they, they stopped them. They, they exploded the entire Heathrow Airport and irradiated uh, the, all of London for miles around. Mm-hmm. Success. So as they're finding out this information, the Tribulation Force, which is the, the you know, the four crew, the two couples, um, they make it as close to the hospital as they can. At this point, they're going to have to go on foot to make it to the hospital. Mm-hmm. So... I, I I always do kind of forget the mega kilo. Oh, so mega is big. We bigger. We didn't know that, but I didn't realize it was that much bigger. Of like, yeah, I think it's like an order of magnitude. Yeah, larger, like a kiloton right? is like a thousand tons versus a megaton is a million tons. Oh fuck! Okay, that's like way even. So more. fifteen thousand versus a hundred million. Okay, they said is that right. They said something about this being like being rated for a few miles. I'm like. That might take out, like, the whole fucking There's island. There's <laughs> also a fear that bombs this big will fuck up our orbit. Fuck up our orbit? Like, probably cause, like, tectonic issues? Yes. Like... Oh, what if? What if? <laughs> it does. And and it's not God that does the earthquakes and shit. It's the, it's the bomb fallout. It's the big one. Fuck. It's the 100 megaton bomb over Heathrow. Where's Heathrow? Heathrow's, like, a little outside of London, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, but that must be, like, so huge. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think that, yeah, that exactly. they're acting like it would just be a few miles. I'm like, I think that might, like, obliterate the whole island. Yeah, well, <laughs> of Great Britain. Damn. Or at least, like, the southern half of it. You, like, you, If you live in Reading, Lutton, friggin'. You're fucked. Chelmsford, <laughs> Southend. Okay, now you're saying in, like, Boston <laughs> and Chelmsford. Chelmsford. Oh, and London. That's the big place they didn't say. London's right there. Yeah, yeah London. And then he throws, like... One of London's yeah, airports. Good, goodbye, London. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Did they even? Have, I was going to say goodbye to the big wheel, but I bet I don't know if they had that yet. The, the, the London Eye. I don't think they had it. <laughs> oh, really? Just like they didn't have the. That's uh, why the they bean. didn't bomb it. Just right? like they didn't have the bean in Chicago yeah, exactly. at this point. I don't know if they had the, they're, the they're London great Eye. Protectors. Yeah, uh, I don't really think they had the gherkin either. Man, uh, got it. This fuck. I wish that the gherkin got irradiated. <laughs> It'd be so cool. <laughs> Yeah, so they, yeah, like I said, they get as close as they can, and they kind of do a quick, like, well, we can't all go, and somebody's got to stay with these wives. They can't be left all alone. 
Yeah, because this this hospital is like really close to where that base was. Well, that's because like they they end up talking to him and they're just like, uh, it's like across the street. Yeah, so like it's across the street and down the road. People think it might have got hit first. Yeah. So my assumption is that they just lost like fighter jets just bombed the fuck yeah. out of this area, in Chicago, and he, not looking good. Which no. I'm kind of surprised they didn't hear it. Yeah, Feel that's it? a really good point, actually. Uh, don't know the science on that one. Yeah. But they, Rayford and Buck kind of do, but like, I want to go. And, oh, I want to go. And Rayford's like, no, I'm going. I have the most clearance, clearance. or something. Because we need, and it does make sense. It's not just like two apes fighting. It is literally, no. they're the ones that have the clearance. Yeah, they they're need. like reasoning out like, right. okay, what makes most sense. It may, so just in case something happens to me, we need to keep... Clarence boys separated. Yeah. You stay back with the wines. Yeah, as much as I, I hate to give it to them, it does yeah. make sense. Yeah. So Rayford, like, walks through, like, the woods or yeah. something. I don't the, know. The, the, at first it's like, oh, you have to go through that field. And then it's like, no, he climbed through, like, weeds, weeds and, mud. and mud. I'm like, oh, okay. Um, and, yeah, he uh, he, he kind of comes up on the hospital. And first he stopped. And then he shows off his credentials. And they're like, oh, okay, sir. Yeah. Yeah, second level career. But, like, when he, like, cr- crests over, he sees that, like, the hospital is just like wiped out. Fucked. Like it's part fucked. of part of the structure is still standing, but like the entire right side is gone or something yeah, like that. It's not it's not good. Rayburn sees it and his his heart sinks immediately. Uh he makes his way over to the makeshift outdoor morgue, cool. which we love, and finds I couldn't tell if this person was a EMT, a nurse, like some sort of medical professional. Yeah, she was a a husky. Yeah, they made sure to tell. We don't. I don't know what her job was, but they did let us know that she was chunky. She was chunky. Yeah. Um. And yeah, she, he's basically like, "Can you help me find my friend who's in the ICU?" And she's like, "Ooh." Yeah. She I starts see. off a little uh, uh, cantankerous, like, "Either help get the fuck out of my way." Which fair enough. Fair enough. Like, that's how you got to do these situations. Yeah. It's an emergency. And she eventually is nice when Ray yeah. is like, "Can you find my buddy, man?" And she's and, like, "Well, the ICU was pretty much vaporized, which but is let me." Check Check my list I like that they were, uh, she's like, well, there's only been three people alive uh, that we found, and that was because they're outside smoking, but... Smoking saves lives. So finally. Uh, but we hear voices from inside. It's like, oh, my God. But they're like, I don't think we're going to get to them. They're going to suffocate or get Oof. crushed. It made me think of 9-11 also. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man, 9-11 was an inside job. Tim LaHaye did it. Allegedly. Tim LaHaye did it. <laughs> Where was Tim LaHaye at 9-11? Yeah, hmm? where was he? Hmm. Hmm. Convenient that he's dead now. I can't answer for his crimes. He's in a bunker somewhere Whoa. hiding out. So, yeah, the 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 pr- medical professional is like, okay, I'll, I will go and check the bodies over here that are, I know are from yeah. the ICU. And I couldn't help but have Ray give all his lines here. Like Roman from the funeral scene mm-hmm. in Succession of mm-hmm. like pointing, he's like, "Is Bruce in there? Is he in there? Can we get him out?" <laughs> um, but I do want to give props to Ray showing emotions. Yeah, he did. Because uh, later Buck doesn't. <laughs> She's like, "Hey, what do you want?" Okay, probably not likely, but if he was here, he'd be over there and points the body bags. Uh, and Ray's like, well, can you look for me? She, she kind of like, yeah, I'll do that for you. Yeah. And he's like, wow, this is one nice fat woman. <laughs> At the fourth body, Miss Devlin began to lift the sheet when she hesitated and checked the still intact wristband. She looked back at Rayford and he knew the tears began to roll. 
he gets her. He's like, can you just like double check his pulse? Which, oh which is God. very, yeah, that's very Roman row. And she, and she does it. She does do it. But the way that she responds is she checks it, covers him back up and walks away. Like, it felt like there was a piece missing there of where she like let it all sigh. But the fact that the, the book says checks it, stops, covers, no, walks away. She's, she's, you know, she's matter of fact mm-hmm. to the point. Like she doesn't need to say it's, anything. And I think that like message delivered. it's so final that of course, you know, it's like, yeah. man, there's no way this guy's – you're lucky. She even says that like I wouldn't have shown you if he was one of those other people under these bags. Yeah. She's like, but okay, he looks okay. He doesn't look presentable. fucked up like everyone else. And yeah. He, yeah. Rayford like reaches out to try to like close his eyes and she's like, no, no, I can't let you do that. But I don't really know. Under, maybe because he's full of disease. <gasps> <laughs> there we go. Yeah, so she she put, uses her gloves to close his eyes. Yeah, she closes his eyes. Uh, okay, you've put, you've got me on disease pill now. So. I'm just saying, why would they bring it up? Like, because other I don't know, just which I guess why? I guess it's also protocol. Don't let randoms touch dead bodies. I mean, it, kind of, it does feel kind of weird because it's like he's dead though, like, he and like also there was a fucking explosion here. Yeah, <laughs> like, they know. Well, at this point, I believe they found out that there's no radiation in Chicago. Yes, um, but yeah, maybe it's because he's. Full of, of of a bug. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Rayford walks. He walks back to the car and he thinks about like, damn, it's just us four now in yeah. tribulation force. We tribulation force. Force. We yeah. don't have a te- our teacher and mentor is gone. Weird ass fifth wheel no longer around. Yeah. Uh, I uh, I guess that's why I didn't remember what Bruce got up to is because he gets vaporized. He did. He's dead. He, he died. Did. Uh, they killed Bruce, gang. They fucking killed him. This is not. I a- really thought that they, he was gonna be like <clears throat> and like cough, and it was gonna be like a thing of like, oh, like this was a miracle from God that right. like, brought him back. And the fact that he's like, or that Rafer was gonna save him or something. Yeah, Rafer was gonna pray over him, do a miracle. Uh, the fact that he just dies off screen and they just show up, I think is like a really good choice. I agree. Like, I, it is a good choice. I like, cause I, I truly did not expect it. No, not at, at all. all. Not at all. No, I thought there was gonna be something else that happened. It's just like, no, he's mm-hmm. fucking dead, man. He's dead as fuck. And, uh, as Rafer is walking back to the car, the book says, Washington had been obliterated. Heathrow was gone. There had been death in the Egyptian desert and in the skies over London. New York was on alert. Oh, fuck. Cut now to Buck and, and the wives in the car. And the second <laughs> that Buck sees Rayford heading back to the car and the way his body, like his posture is, he knows. Yeah. And everyone starts crying. Yeah. yeah. Well, the women start crying. Oh, did Buck not cry too? I don't think he cried. Oh. So. Wow. Stoic. He's not in touch with his emotions. I think I just like assumed they were all crying. I bet he cried. Maybe he did cry, but the, um, he points out that they cried and yeah. shit like that. And Tim, can you please read the very last sentence of the chapter, the book? Of your book. Of my book. <laughs> of the, the numbered chapters. The red horse of the apocalypse was on the rampage. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, Rampage. Yeah. You know, was Nikolai correct? Did they stop this insurrection? Will there be any more fallout? Oh my god. What's the deal with New York? Yeah, is New York going to get exploded? Are they going to drop don't. a bomb on the Statue of Liberty? Yeah, as of right now. <gasps> and the World Trade Centers, which are still there. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I really hope they talk oh, about god. something happening to them like well, in the next book. If they do, it will be in your book and not mine. Uh, oh, that's true. Yeah. I'm, they'll be like, oh, it's a, it's a different, it's a different building. Chrysler. Yeah. That's it. That's, I think that's in Chicago. Fuck. <laughs> um, but actually, Tim. Yeah. So are my you version, ready? my version has an epilogue. So let it's me. It's very important. Let me, uh, read it for you. And as my Kindle's booting up, um, you know, if you need to 
get a drink or something like that or make sure you're sitting down as I read an the entire, entire epilogue. The entire epilogue. <clears throat> Take heed that no one deceives you, for many will come in my name, saying, I am the Christ, and will deceive many. And you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you are not troubled, for all of these things must come to pass. But the end is not yet, for nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom, and there will be famines, pestilences, and earthquakes in various places. All these are the beginning of sorrows. Matthew 24, 4-8. through 8. And that's the epilogue. Woo! A little weird. People love to use that as a like, see, we're living in the end times now, because yeah. there's wars and rumors of wars. Like, bro, that's called the entirety of history. Yeah, I feel like... That is extremely cherry picked of being like, hey, early church, you're going to have this litany of bad things happen to you. And these yeah. bad things have happened. Um, but yeah, like, again, it's, it's kind of like how, like, you know, people are like, wow, like, my my horoscope is so like, right. accurate. And it's like, well, this is, like, pretty generic. Yeah, so. and I think if you uh, uh, took the state for which the New Testament was written – uh, the, the vibes of it make a lot more sense since it was not written while Jesus was alive. Right. Um, argument to be made, it wasn't written while his followers were even alive. Yes. But definitely not co- compiled until much later. Yes. But like, the fact that everyone was going through so much like persecution. Mm-hmm. I assume that like some Paul's stuff was like, you know, close enough. Like, oh, we have these letters. But, yeah. But that, we should probably do an episode, a bonus episode on like how the Bible is actually made and we yeah. talked about it before, but none of the people whose names are on the books wrote it. It's most yeah. likely just their followers. Whatever. Right, exactly. But um, this is, I mean, this is like apocalyptic literature though, right. of like crazy shit's happening, but you guys can have hope because you're in the special group and you're going right. to be able to make it out. Right. You might be persecuted, but in the end, you'll, you know, make it through. Right. And, you know, some friends were talking like, hey, do you think we're in the apocalypse? I'm like, yes, we're obviously in the apocalypse, but like, not the big one. We've always been in the We've apocalypse. always been in the apocalypse. We've always been going towards the apocalypse. Anytime that, like, things are dark and you get solace from apocalyptic literature or being doomer, congrats, you're in the apocalypse. You're in the right? apocalypse, yeah. Um, we probably shouldn't say it's, it's all the time, but... But it's cyclical. It just comes yeah. up. Like, it, it, this is just history. Yeah. Right? And, and as I talked about in our dispensationalism episode, like, this is a consistent thing throughout time, which is that when crazy shit happens, people get apocalyptic. Yeah. <laughs> so this is, this is just like a natural cycle. Right, right, right. Except for in the book, the Left Behind series, because right. it's like, no, no, this is the real Th- That is the A apocalypse. This is the yeah. real apocalypse yes. now. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, big A apocalypse. That's it. That's yeah. the end of the book. We finished it. We finished it. Book two. Book two, down the fucking toilet. Down the drain. <laughs> I think all the books pull a Harry Potter and just get bigger, I believe. I think they do, yeah. Um, but we're, our characters are going to start spreading out. I Chloe didn't get her own chapters, but I'm hoping she eventually maybe does. Next, maybe the next book. Maybe she never does. I don't know. But they need to start doing something. Because, you know, we need more points of view. We, yeah, because we do, otherwise it's just going to be like, Buck got an email. Yeah. It's, about a thing. It's going to be Chloe's chapter through the eyes of Buck reading a, a, a letter. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the next book is Nikolai. So I need to acquire that one. I don't have that one. So I got to go find it from a used uh, bookstore somewhere. Yeah. I got to do friggin' Kindle again. Oh, I my think God. 
I need to I need to torrent it instead. You should of, just torrent it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. So many things to look forward to in the next book. Yes, yes, yeah. 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 Because I don't even know. Wait. What's book four? Do you have your book in front of you? Book four. Yeah. Which one is book four? Um, Which one's in dwelling? <laughs> book three is Nikolai. Book four is Soul Harvest. Ooh. And dwelling is much later. Gotcha. So it's Nikolai. Soul Harvest, Apollyon, very sick name. Sick. Assassins, also very cool. Then The Indwelling. And then The Mark. Hell yeah. And as of this book, that's all that's in there, which is funny. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So that's all they made it up oh, to by the time this fun. book came out. That's fun. Yeah, so they weren't all out when, yeah, when this was published. Because <laughs> this version came out in 1996. Yes, 1996. Interesting. Well... Uh, we'll do our, uh, little break in between books, mm-hmm. but probably won't be as long as the last one since we want to get back into it. Yeah, I'm chomping at the bit, but we do have some, some stuff come up, so it might be a little bit. Yeah, we got a, a vac- oh, yeah, I, I, I say that now, to- but I'm looking down the barrel of a very busy two months. Yes, we'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll definitely record some stuff. Um, I'm sure we'll do some side episodes. We'll keep going with... Our on our Patreon yeah. with our leftovers rewatch. Yeah, maybe some of the stuff we would have done for just Patreon, we'll do on the main feed as well. Um, you know, so there's stuff there. We need. We should do another Jennifer's jur- uh, journal journey. Yeah, it's time. It's, it's time. time. I've been looking at that one again yeah. recently. Yeah. So it's um, time for us to dive back into the journal. Definitely some guests I want to chat with uh, and, and all that good stuff. But what else should we say here? I, I, man, I don't know. I am excited to read the next one, though. I'll just say that. Yeah, it's like, all right, our we our break was three weeks. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, <laughs> like, I, I know we're traveling, but like, I gotta record. I gotta read. And see the, what's up. Yeah. I mean, I would like to know how many listeners have started reading the books. Yeah, I'm curious if you if you have started reading them uh, because of this. Let us know. Let us know. And uh, at this point, this is the part where I'm like, all right. It is actually getting good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's, it's entertaining. It's entertaining. Is it good? Good, uh, good, good is subjective. Yeah. And I, I don't mean good in any objective or maybe or moral or, or moral yeah, sense. Yeah, exactly. This is, it is entertaining. Uh, very much so. And it's written to turn the fuck fast. Yeah. So I'm excited to get back into it as the night and it just gets crazier and crazier. But you can follow us on Twitter. Uh, at TribFarsePod. We don't tweet a lot. Same with Instagram, TribFarsePod. Or you can shoot us emails um, if you have any thoughts or responses or reactions or what have you or anything that you have expertise in that mm-hmm. we might not. We always appreciate those. Yeah. Uh, we read them even if we do not mention them. Uh, follow us ourselves on Twitter. Uh, I am at Tim Lanning. You're at Jennifer Cheek. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a good way to pay attention to what sort of projects we got going on, especially during the uh, mid-season breaks, I guess yeah. you're saying. Uh, any other things you would like to plug, Jennifer? Um, well, uh, listen to our other podcast, Greetings Adventures. Mm-hmm. It's a D&D podcast. Mm-hmm. A little different than this. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also to Dear Internet. Another, yeah. Yet another podcast we do, hey, where I, I go dig around on Reddit and find yeah. horrible things to talk yeah. about. Um, I do a Naruto podcast. Check that out. It's called Naruto Review We go through Naruto and we read it. It's also very good. I also do a Thursday stream on Geekly Inc. Uh, Twitch, twitch.tv slash Geekly Inc. Every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern, we play a home world, uh, homebrew little world of boats and islands and shit like that. Super fun. Tell them the name of your character. My name, my character's name is Tempest Tallahassee. 
every Thursday afternoon, Tim comes and borrows my big sun hat mm-hmm. to wear uh, while he streams. Yeah, uh, Tempest is a, a Florida man douchebag. Mm-hmm. We love him. We love him so much. It's so much fun throwing on your second monitor or your main monitor if you're in England. <laughs> Which I hope did not just get exploded yeah, by sorry for a all nuclear the bomb in England. There, blame that one on the Antichrist. That was no, blame that one on the insurrection. That's right, on the insurrection. Can we also just say, Hell like, yeah. talking about insurrectionists yeah. in this too? It was like that's interesting in the year twenty twenty three. Crazy that less than thirty years went by and we're complete flip. Yep. Cool. All right. Yeah. Well, like a thief in the night, we are gone. Goodbye. Sorry, I uh, yeah, you're you're. I Goog- I wanted to Google if Chloe ever got um, don't look at that uh, POV chapters, and the uh, title is uh, f- the one of the things is from uh, our fan fiction. And, That's all, yeah, P- yeah, yeah. Uh, and it was like I want the POV, but from a different character. Hey, give me that. Oh, man. That's just that's just like that fucking Twilight book that's like, this Ooh. one's from Edward's point of view. <laughs> <I want that. laughs> Midnight Sun? Yes. Can we get the Midnight Sun on the left behind? I want Midnight Sun of uh, Nikolai so bad. Oh, I want it so bad. What does he think? How does he internalize all this shit? What's going on in that, that Antichrist brain yeah. of his now? Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.